This is Kyle Brown for the Superintendent Radio Network. I'm here today with Randall Crook, who is the uh, Senior Project Manager of Quality for Club Car. We know that it is a, a really busy time, especially as we're gearing up for the season and getting moving. And a big part of that is maintenance and making sure that we've got everything running properly. So we're going to talk a little bit today about golf cart maintenance. So how are you doing today, Randall? Very good, Kyle. Thank you. There's a really especially good reason to have you here today. Club Cars put out a, uh, a guide that is made for helping streamline that golf cart maintenance project of getting things ready for the, the start of the season. Why is it important to stay on top of golf cart maintenance? Kyle, that's a really good question. And obviously, uh, I'm going to be speaking from a club car perspective today. So those of you listening, if your facility uses another manufacturer's vehicles, we certainly engage you to apply the things I'll be sharing today and those specific recommendations and practices, but we want to make sure that you know you, you should be referring to your owner's manual provided by your fleet manufacturer as well. So your first question kind of reminds me of your family car and to have preemptive maintenance steps rather than to be reactive. What I would say is preventative maintenance is certainly the name of the game here. Keeping the, the car in top working order will mean less wear and tear on the vehicle. And it comes back to the old adage, you know, you can pay me now or, or you can pay me later. <laughs> the cost of preventative maintenance is just a lot less than the cost of repairs. Well, why don't we go to the guide itself right now? What are a few of the tips that superintendents can put into practice for their fleet? I'm going to suggest that all of those listening go to our website and request our maintenance guide. And there is a checklist on there. So all the bullet points on that guide are really good things to follow. But I'll, I'll highlight just a couple of them here today. To visually inspect cars for alignment issues, low tire pressure, uh, ball tires, and um, any type of charge errors. So when I think and I talk about poor alignment, or lower tire pressure, that can increase your daily fuel consumption. And when I say fuel, I'm talking about gasoline and the electricity from the batteries, both. Mm -hmm. What you'll see is uneven tire wear. So it's a visual that can help you along that line. And it's easy to put that into your daily operation with your staff. Watering batteries before charging, and, I, and I'm going to underscore that. Always be sure that you are charging batteries first, mm -hmm. not to overfill them and then um, water them after. And then another really good practice that we'd like to recommend is to key off on the car and putting the car forward in neutral reverse selector into the neutral position, which provides an opportunity for less risk for unintended vehicle movement, as well as it uh, reduces power draw on the vehicle's power supply. And I do know that a superintendent does love a checklist. So let's talk about that setting up that schedule because that preemptive maintenance, as you say, that's really important. Uh, how do you go about setting up that schedule so that that's easier to accomplish? That's a really good question, too. And being a, um, a manufacturer of, of Golf Fleet, we've had the opportunity to visit and participate in a lot of car barns that are being constructed from scratch, those that are being converted, updated, and so forth. So with that in mind, I would say, a lot of folks, when they look at the fleet and a routine inspection, could be daunting, especially if it's a large fleet. So if you just break it down into smaller chunks, doing your PM will be much easier. So, so let me just kind of do the math on that. Hmm. Let's just say 
a 70-car fleet, which is a relatively large size fleet, and you divide the fleet by the number of weeks in a month, which would be 4.3. The number of cars there would be 17.4 cars per week. Then you divide that by, let's just take five days, uh, working days of the week, and that gives you about, about 3.5 cars per day. So now you can really get this down to a very easily managed process, but really the key to this is creating standard work. So whether you're inspecting three and a half cars a day or whether you set it up by um, car numbers, cars one through five or one through ten are being inspected on Monday, and then cars, say, six through ten or however you're blocking this, is on Tuesday. So you get the standard work in place, and it really makes it become the norm. It's like, you know, the brushing of your teeth and the combing of your hair in the morning <laughs> for those folks. We believe that that is seen and to be the, one of the best practices and the most common thing out there. That does sound like a really good plan, definitely. And just making that part of the routine, especially breaking it down into small pieces like that, does make that a lot easier to accomplish. So is there anything else you'd like to add for superintendents? Yeah, yeah. let me close by saying a couple things here. In our guide, you'll see uh, some, some things in there referring to what we call fleet rotation, which is a common term used, how you rotate your fleet in and out of the barn to make sure that the play of those vehicles is spread evenly across the fleet. So I would say, you know, if you don't have a standard practice for rotation, please make sure that that becomes a part of it. And I'll tell you, that plays right back into the way we opened up, and that is talking about preventive maintenance. Quick little story, we have many of our customers, some calling in, some writing, our, our president and CEO, and others are through sales coming in, but we've come across customers that have fleets that are a decade or more uh, old and, and are still in top-notch condition and being used today. And when we ask those customers, those end users of that product, you know, what is the key to that? Why, why are you getting such a great um, experience over such a long period of time? And in every case, it's a resounding because we've put the discipline in place for scheduled preventive maintenance, and we know that if we do that, that the other things are going to take care of itself. So in closing, I'd like to encourage all of you to request our club car maintenance guide, and that can be done at info, I-N-F-O, at clubcar.com, and submit your request, and we'll gladly um, send that out to you. Great. And thanks, Kyle. I appreciate you, um, you having me on the uh, program today. Oh, well, we're glad to have you. And hopefully we'll have a lot of superintendents uh, send in requests to that email address. We can get that information out there and make it a lot easier for the maintenance crews to take care of these golf carts and, and keep them running. I really appreciate your help. Thanks so much for being on the show today. And thank you.